Hey everyone, welcome back to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is Ashlyn Cubison, and today I'm so excited to welcome a special guest, Heather Simpson. Heather is the owner of She Leads Me and her connection hub located in Bellingham, Washington. And today she is going to share her top five tips to creating a business plan. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is Ashlyn Cubison, and today I am so excited to welcome on a special guest, Heather Simpson. Heather is a business mentor, the owner of She Leads Me and Her Connection Cub, located in Bellingham, Washington. Heather, hi, it's so nice to have hi. you on. Oh my gosh, my friend, I am so excited to be here with you. Thank you for the opportunity. I absolutely love, love, love what you do and what you're about. So I'm thrilled to chat with you about my favorite topics today. Oh, thank you. I am excited too. <laughs> today we are talking all about business planning, but first I want to know if you can tell the audience a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Who do you serve? Tell us some about Heather Simpson. Yeah, I am a business strategist and mentor. I love working with women and helping them figure out the things that make them tick. I love helping them figure out how to build businesses centered around who they are as individuals so that it can be a sustainable process for them. Um, because we all know that the road uh, and building your own business can have a lot of detours, have a lot of road construction. And so I like to help people feel as most equipped as possible on their endeavors because I see far too many women not able to hit the goals that they want to hit um, because of lack of support. And so I am here to provide that support for women is primarily my focus and um, help them succeed in their life, business, and career. And I've got to say, you guys, Heather is amazing at this. I've actually been a part of her Premier Leadership Collective program. It's a mastermind. She is so good at really providing that support and going the extra mile for all of her clients. So I know that this oh, is going to you. be an amazing episode because you are so full of so much knowledge. But first, let's start with a little bit of why should business owners say they don't even business plan? Because I know there's some out there who kind of just run with it and hit the ground running and think that that hustle and that grind is going to kind of get them through. So what's some of the biggest benefits you see with an effective business plan? Yeah, great question. I get this question asked a lot because oftentimes people think of business plans as this very formal, intricate, detailed, really complex plan that they feel like they don't necessarily need if they're either like solo entrepreneuring it or starting off a business on their own. And uh, the hustle and grind can absolutely get you pretty far. But at some point, we need to put some thought and preparation into what does this actually look like in the future? Where are we going to go? And so therefore having the time that we set aside to work on our business, not just in our business, which is what we talk about a lot at She Leads Me, is really important so that you make sure that you're setting goals that are actually like heart-centered, soul-centered goals for you, that you know when you're hitting those milestones so that you know when you're achieving success. And you also know what your day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year is going to look like because you're intentionally putting a plan into place. And that's where I see people get kind of like lost and get burned out by the hustle and grind. So it's very important for us to start with some type of plan when no matter what stage we're at in our business. 
I feel like you talk about this in such a way where you really have a deep understanding. And since you are a business owner, I'm sure it kind of comes from that too. But have you always made business plans in your journey or did you kind of like learn that along the way? Because I know there's some people who are very type A and they go out of the gate with that plan (laughs) in mind. And then there's other people who kind of figure it out as they go. Which category would you feel you fell into more? Yeah, I'm kind of a hybrid. So how I got into business mentoring and consulting was just kind of on the job training. I had worked in the real estate industry. I had always been somebody that people had gone to for advice, for feedback. And so I would always help other people kind of build their own plans. I would help them get organized. I would help them kind of put things down onto paper, whether you call it called it a formalized business plan or not and start there. And then for myself, I was kind of just gravitating towards person to person to see who needed my help next and didn't necessarily have a plan in place. It wasn't until I got pretty serious about, hey, what do I want my life to look like? Which came at a very pivotal point for me um, in the midst of a lot of big, heavy life things. Um, I know for a lot of people, they experience this. Um, I went through a divorce and was just like, I, I've kind of been cruising on autopilot. I don't really know where I want my life to go. <laughs> so where where is this going? Where do I want it to go? Do I need to kind of change that path or am I going to just kind of keep allowing life to happen to me or am I going to allow it to happen for me? And so when I actually sat down, I, I did sit down and I mapped out what do I want my life to look like? What does that include? What does it not include? And that's when I started really intentionally putting together a plan for myself in place, which included both life and business, which is how I structure and teach And what we do at She Leads Me is really encompassing all of the things. And so I started just helping other people create plans and didn't really have one for myself and then progressed into a place where now I don't go a quarter without a plan, even if things happen like a pandemic. I always have a plan in place to um, go off of, to adjust, to course correct, to take whatever new information is coming and make sure that I am heading down, again, a place of intentionality um, so that I am I know where I'm going and I might not know which road it takes to get there, but I know where I want my destination to be. I love your story and your backstory because I feel like it comes, it came so organically. You know, you weren't trying to force this role and it really shows up inside of your business because you are great at what you do and you're great at asking those questions. And so would you say that through all of that, that that's kind of how She Leads Me was birthed is when you really started going down that journey of trying to figure it out for yourself? Is that how you got a lot of your curriculum and other things for your programs? Yeah, it was a lot of working with people. So I would just test out different things and different methods. And and at the core basis of what we teach at She Leads Me has been through the past 16 years of helping people build business plans. But it, it's in a way that is truly organic to the person. So the frameworks are there that has been tested through just years of on the job experience of, okay, here is what this person wants to do on this scale. How do we accomplish that? Here's what this person wants to do on this scale. How do we accomplish that? And the foundational pieces are there um, that, that, that are the same essentially for everybody. The foundational, here's how we approach these things. But then when it comes to the individual person, 
Um, it also is a lot of tuning into ourselves and what we want to be experiencing and feeling. And so it's, it's kind of come about in this very organic way. And the path to she leads me um, and my transition from solely focusing on helping people build real estate careers into focusing more on the, the industry doesn't necessarily matter, but I really want to help support and focus on helping women build is, um, I'm pretty, excuse me, (coughs) um, is, uh, a really fun story. It was again, one of those just transformational times where I had worked my way up into CEO position, right? That what I felt like was the cream of the crop, the top of anything that you could accomplish. And I still felt like there was this lack and there was this need specifically for women. And I felt that in my job. And so transitioning away did take a leap of faith, did take my own business plan and did um, really just, I had to launch, I had to make a decision and launch from helping just real estate, launching into an unknown territory for myself so that I can help women build and create lives that they want to do. I could have used that for myself. And so I was excited to help provide that for other women as well. I love how you kind of structure your programs and systems. Would you say that you have more focus than some other coaches or other mentors in regards to focusing on really how that person is going to feel at the end of the day. It's not necessarily about the success of dollar amounts or always hitting their goals. It's really how they feel about themselves and their business at the end. Yes, it's, uh, I don't really pay attention a ton to like what, how other business mentors do it. Um, I have found that especially with um, fancy marketing and the internet, people can really pose themselves as the experts of a lot of things. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I hear far too often of just like women that are coming to me because I work mostly by referral that are, um, you know, really bummed out because they've had just not very great experiences with people that haven't um, actually helped people before. They're just kind of getting started, which is great and fine. Everybody starts somewhere. Um, there's just lack of transparency, which then has kind of created this uh, interesting dynamic online where, you know, you you don't really know t- if you can trust what people are saying because, Slick marketing works. (laughs) It's worked on me. Um, But when it goes back to how I kind of uh, approach things and process things about how we feel is a really important core part of it um, because that's what drives us is our emotions. That's where we know if things are um, resonating for us, right? With when we feel that energetic shift and we feel really good and we're like in that flow state and we're like just we're it's hitting all of those things that check the boxes for us internally. It is about feelings and emotions. Um, and then we mix in some strategy with that. Right. But it is about at the core of it. How do we want to feel when we are operating in our life day to day, when we're operating in our business day to day? So that is a very core focal point for us in our programs and in our teachings and trainings. 
As a client, I can definitely say that I really appreciate that because I've done other, you know, business coaching and mentorship in the past. And we kind of like touched on that, but it I really didn't go as deep as I did with mindset and with my feelings as I did with you. So I really love that about your programs. But now, thank you. No problem. Now I want to get into <laughs> what everybody really wants to know is what are your tips for creating a solid business plan? Yes. I have so many tips put together my top five for you. Number one is tapping into how we want to feel about operating our business. It's so important. We need to know that we're, you know, it's so easy in the day to day to get lost in it. We're just doing a bunch of to-do lists and checklists. Like, is this actually what we want to be doing? Is this hitting the goals that we want to hit? So really tapping into how we want to feel and identifying that first and foremost is a really important key part of planning your business. Number two is you have to know what you want to create. So tying into those feelings, you need to ask yourself the questions. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your business to look like? What does that actually map out to be? And you need to plan big picture things. We have everybody start with their personal life first, which is something that is not what a lot of business planning programs teach. So we need to plan those big picture things. We need to start with what our personal life looks like. And a lot of people get really surprised when I say that. When we look at in our business planning process, when we map out kind of the big bucket things first, when we look at the year, I have people plan their vacation times, their family times first. And people are shocked that we're not starting with business stuff. But it's so important. We have to make room in our lives for what helps us feel, again, feel really good at the end of the day so that this is all worth it because nobody wants to burn out. Nobody wants to grind and hustle forever. At some point, there has to be another side to it. There has to be like a light at the end of the tunnel. And so we plan those personal things first. On that tip, I do have a question I want to ask. So I do feel that there could be some personalities out there that um, want to resist that. What would be your little pep talk or your little moment to coach them through of accepting that they... I don't know that it's important enough to plan their breaks and their rest and their vacation and their family time. What would you say to somebody who maybe is hearing that advice and like, Ooh, I don't like that. (laughs) Whether you plan for it or not, your body will create breaks for you. So that could be a breakdown or that could be an intentional break that you create your body will force that upon you. You see people time and time again that do the hustle and grind that don't schedule that for themselves. They end up getting like really sick or after the release of some big thing, they just kind of power down and shut off for so much time. And they haven't created that time or space in their life to allow for that to happen. So then that time doesn't necessarily become restorative. It becomes this confusing place of, why, why am I feeling this way? I thought that this journey was supposed to feel different. I thought that I would be excited and feel like this kind of euphoric sense of like amazingness right now. And instead I feel like I am just emotional. I'm crying. I want to sleep. So your body will force that break upon you, whether you plan for it or not. 
I have found that it's a far much more enjoyable process when we actually take the time to create that space and make sure that it's planned for us ahead of time. And so I'll look at maybe launches that I have in my business. I'll look at just seasonal times of the year where maybe family life is, I know like um, January through April is a really busy time for our family. My daughter does competitive cheer. We're on the road a lot. So I need to make sure that I have a gap in between coming off of that season and any other big thing that might be coming up for us as a family or in my business life. You have a natural flow to your life and business. And so really just taking a look ahead of time and scheduling that time, time in I just would encourage you to try it once and see how it works for you. If you want to go back to the other way, that's totally up to you, but your body will force it upon you whether you plan for it or not. <laughs> yes. It's a great way to avoid burnout. And trust me, I've yes. learned it the hard way. So I think that that is such an important tip that everybody needs oh, to implement. Oh, me too. I, I, yeah. I am speaking from experience. <laughs> it is absolutely, um, it is, it is. I have felt it and I have seen so many other people feel it. And uh, so that's why we talk about it. That's why we lead with it. So then number three, my tip for you is um, don't allow like the, I don't know hows to stop you from including that in your plan, right? So we want to put down your goals, even if you don't know how yet, it's okay to put them in your plan because at some point along the way, we assess where we're going to need the help and support when it comes to our business. So there might be something that you need some outside mentorship on, you need some training or education on. We still put them in our plan, even if we don't know how to do it right that moment, which then leads me into my fourth step, which is where we reverse engineer. And I reverse engineer everything. We start with the big picture. We start with planning things. We start with plopping down all of the goals that we have, we find the right holes for them in the business. And then we take the time to look at, okay, what don't we know about this? So three and four kind of go hand in hand, put down the, I don't know hows, star them. We figure that part out later when we do the reverse engineering and we go, okay, I think that I need X, Y, and Z. And therefore I am going to go find somebody that can help me with those things, or I'm going to go find a book that can help me with those things or a podcast or a program. You know, you have lots of different options when it comes to figuring those things out. And I see too many people not including those things because they don't have all the answers yet. A business plan doesn't need to have all the answers at first. It is a, I like to call it like a working document. It's, I review mine very frequently. I'm always making adjustments. It's not set in stone. We can always adjust and, uh, and change things and, um, change the plan when we need to, and we don't need to have all of the answers. I just want to repeat and bring anybody back yes. right now. Come back to us because Heather just said something that we all need to remember that a business plan does not need to have all the answers right now. And that is so true. And I think that that really paralyzes so many entrepreneurs when it comes to creating their strategy. Strategy, And I'm sure Heather could attest to that because she's seeing these people and working with them day in and day out, but you don't have to have every single answer and you need to create those stretch goals for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And stretch goals are my favorite, favorite things. And we, we also reference them as stretch goals where it's, you need to be able to have them 
be attainable on some level, right? So you need to, you don't need to have all the answers, but you know that if you can stretch yourself, if you can make yourself a little bit uncomfortable, if you can reach for it, then you'll be able to attain it. And that doesn't always have to be on your own, right? That's also another common misconception is that everything has to be DIY. And I am, it is the opposite. We all need help. We all need to be able to ask for it in one way or another. And that is absolutely okay. So yes, you don't need to have all the answers. And then the last tip that I have for building a business plan is to review it regularly and adjust it accordingly. So I map out in my business, a 12 month kind of overarching plan. And then what I do is I get very specific and detailed quarter by quarter where I will create more of a quarterly plan that has all of the details and the how to's and we review it very frequently. Um, I now have a team that helps me with this stuff and each person is responsible for a certain part of our quarterly plan. And so we will look at those different aspects. Everybody will come to the table with the different components that we have to think about. And we make sure that we're reviewing things right now for us in business is a, is a great example of adjusting accordingly <laughs> because we have, we're working on a really large project. We're opening a co-working space for women, as Ashlyn mentioned in downtown Bellingham, we're going to be opening, we're having a grand part, grand opening party this Friday. It's very exciting. And we were supposed to be open July 1st. So as of the time of this recording, we're at the end of August. A lot of things have had to shift and change. <laughs> My day-to-day -day job has not been able to resume because I have been so focused on these last two months of finishing up this project when I didn't anticipate that to be the thing. So we as a team have had to make sure that we adjust accordingly. We look at what we had planned out for this quarter and we had to move some things around. And that's why kind of tying it back to the beginning of having a plan was so important because we know what's coming up for us. We know what actually needs to be moved as opposed to just looking at one foot in front of the other and then getting off path. We're able to step back, look up and see kind of what needs to happen and adjust the timelines, the tasks, the help that we need um, to have that make sense. Because a lot of things also came up in these last couple of months that were like, you know what? I need help now because I, this didn't go according to my plan. So now I need to identify where I need the help. So reviewing that is, is really keen, important. And, um, you know, that kind of scratches the surface of, uh, of creating a plan. It doesn't have to be super complicated or difficult. Everybody starts somewhere. And I would just really encourage people to just get some stuff down on paper and just start. This is one of the things that I really appreciate and admire about Heather is if, especially if you follow her on Instagram, she is always showing up in her stories and on her feed in a real a real, real way and authentically <laughs> because she's sharing these things with you. Even though she is this successful business mentor, she never makes you feel like there's not going to be shifts, that things don't always go according to plans because that's not real life. And so she shows up and then she even helps you through it, even just through her stories, gives free advice all the time. I'm always obsessed <laughs> watching them all. So <laughs> if you're you. not following her, you need to go find her on Instagram. You can find her at she.leadsme 
dot or is it she yes. dot she dot leads dot me there yes. you go so it's perfect you know exactly yes. what to type in and do you have any final words or encouragement or anything that you'd like to share I think that first and foremost, when we look at like the grand scheme of what everybody that's listening to this podcast is trying to do is um, really encourage people to find and ask for help. Having some type of mentor, whether it's maybe even a mentor that doesn't even know who you are, but you listen to their podcasts or you read a book that they wrote or you watch their YouTube videos. You need to find somebody that can help guide you through the things that you're about to do or that you're currently doing because the road does not have to be lonely. And one of my favorite analogies that I kind of, um, that I used that I had realized at one point when I was on my path as a CEO was there are all these women that are all in their vehicles driving down the highway like just looking ahead with their podcasts blaring, right? Like they're just like, we're all in it. We're like self-improvement, personal growth. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're all alone. <laughs> when we re- when we look around, we actually could see that there's other women driving, doing the same things, right? Maybe in a different way. Maybe it's a different style of car. Maybe it's a different podcast, but we're all on a journey side by side, but we need to look around and kind of see who's there with us so we can our kind of carpool and share and um, you know, it doesn't have to be a lonely process. So finding a mentor, then also finding people that you can be real with and can talk about these things are really important. Um, and so I would find your people, find your community, find your mentor and, um, get, get plugged in because it's really important and just helps us on the journey. Entrepreneurship does not need to be lonely is what I'm hearing you say. It doesn't. Yes. It doesn't have to be so isolating. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Heather, for being on the show. I'm going to make sure that I put your Instagram handle down in the show notes and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you subscribe and take just 30 seconds out of your day to leave us a positive review. Come say hi over on Instagram at Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs, and you can find Lindsay at lindsay.lives.well and Ashlyn at Ashlyn Cubison.